You had to use the facilities the other day. Well, fucking Alexander. That's where the dicks hang out. Oh, that's right. Gaylor told me you're helping with cleanup here now, eh? You've shaken more than once. We know what you're doing. How long you been at it? 48 fiscal hours. Boy, that's more enough time to see a nightmare or two around here, eh? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Huh? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Uh, is that right? You think that's bad, you should see the Uranus. Huh? You think that's bad, you should see the Uranus. They get pretty hairy over there. Or? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. What? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. Fuck a duck. Well, how do you think it got there? I don't remember how I said sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Yeah. Well, I bet the shit got on the outside of the Uranus the same way the shit got on the outside of the toilet. Isn't that something? This piss now streaming. Wayne? No. Hurry now, not to bag in you. Alexander! There. You're Canadian. In here. European. Oh! Shit. Looks like someone unswallowed over there. You think that's bad? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Huh? You think that's bad? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Well, I spray the seat from time to time when I got crap on tap. But I never miss the bowl entirely. Fucking DGNs need to mind their scruples. You think that's bad? You see the Uranus. Huh? You think that's bad? You see the Uranus. Mm. Pretty hairy over there? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. What? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. How the fuck did shit get there? Remember how I said sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet? Feels like you told me that nearly a year ago now. Yeah, we're kind of burning daylight here, eh? Mm. I bet the shit got on the outside of the Uranus the same way the shit got on the outside of the toilet. Well, I don't offend for nothing, but I think I'd rather just piss outside, Alexander. No, I just came in and washed my hands. Why'd you wash your hands? Had a dirt? Hmm. Well, I never done. Maybe I'd have dirt with you and then just wash my hands after that dirt. Hey, gents. I know how the shit get on the outside of the toilet and also the Uranus, but why would someone take a shit on the outside of the toilet and also the Uranus? Because that's where the dicks hang out. <laughs> Welcome to yet another late edition of no, <laughs> False no. Undeniability. We are starting to make a habit of this. This is our um, April edition, and we're recording this on April 2nd, and hopefully I'll get this uploaded today or tomorrow because we tried to post on the first of the month, and we didn't do it this month. There was a couple reasons, and they were both related to uh, issues each of us were having. Um, I was having some scheduling issues, and good buddy, the star of the show here, David Miller, was having some issues on the uh, health front. Uh, would you like to go into those details now, Millerman? I was on the struggle bus, um, and I'm still a passenger on the struggle bus. Let's be clear. Um, and this, we're a full week plus in to this yeah. issue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is eight days. This is today is day eight. Um, so, so last Friday is when it first surfaced. Yeah. So let's let's kind of reset and kind of mention kind of where we left off. Our plan. We were supposed to go last Friday. Uh, was supposed to meet you boys in Oklahoma City. We're yes. Gonna have 
nice little boys weekend. Bustling metropolis. Yeah. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, we were going to go see Letter Kenny live. Yep. And just enjoy an Airbnb and hang out and do do whatever guys do. Pitter patter. Let's Oklahoma get at City. her. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. And um, so what happened for me, uh, come Friday morning, I take a shower and I'm laying in bed, basically just talking to my lovely bride who's getting ready for something that she's doing. And all of a sudden I can't get up. So prior to that, you felt no pain. Rewind about a week before. So, you know, and this may come as a shock to some of our listeners, but here at Miller Manor, we are preparing a move. What? Non-disclosure. This is non-disclosure. For for a move. And so we'd been- In this economy? We, we, we have a, we have a pod sitting outside in our driveway right now. We've been loading stuff into, we've been kind of just cleaning out the house, doing some caulking, painting, Excuse me, doing some what? Exactly. That's, you're not going to get the house cleaned out fast if you're doing that. And uh, so I was sore. I was sore. Well, apparently so, all that caulking. Yeah. It's going to wear you out. That that caulking will get you. All right. It'll, it'll. It'll get you sore in places you didn't even know could be sore. I mean, especially your back. Good God. All that thrusting. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know. I I don't know what triggered it on Friday, but that is when I just, I could not, I could not get out of bed. And then I was like, I told her, I was like, you're going to have to help me get out of bed. And she starts trying to pull me up and I, I couldn't do it. It hurt so freaking bad. I was screaming. Well, I've never experienced anything like this before. I've experienced muscle spasms, muscle tension, things like that. And at first, that's kind of what I thought it was. I just thought it was um, sore muscles, whatever. I tried to, I made it all the way through the weekend. Obviously, we're going to touch on what you guys did, but I was not there for this Oklahoma City trip. I did not make it. Because you did not have access to a flatbed trailer for Melanie to pull you all the way up to Right. Well, that and because I'm the size of a whale, so I would have fit on nicely in the back seat there that or the back of that. That would have been great. Oh, my. So so, uh, I made it all the way through the weekend and I was already scheduled. So I was off on Friday, scheduled off, scheduled off on Monday. So I didn't work on Monday and come Tuesday, I worked for about four hours and that was all I could sit in the chair. I was in so much pain. So I left and I went to my primary care physician here in the great city of Granbury. Granbury. And said, hey, I got pain. They gave me a couple of steroid shots in my butt, one on each side. They prescribed me some muscle relaxers and some pain pills and sent me on my merry way. Uh, They don't have capabilities in this particular office for x-rays or anything like that. So they sent me off to an x-ray center and they said, you know, I went to go get the x-ray and they were like, yeah, they'll call you in a day or two uh, to go over your results. Spoiler alert, I have never gotten that call. Wow. Have you called back and like WTF? Yeah. So Wednesday, I didn't go to work. I, I just, I was like, I'm not, I can't, can't sit in that chair. Thursday, didn't go to work. And I said, this is enough is enough. So I called the office back and I was like, listen, what's going on? I'm in pain. I need help. And they were like, oh yeah, well, we called the x-ray place and uh, they've ne- they, they said they'll get it over to us today or tomorrow. Turns out I find out later that when you do an x-ray, not in an office, they have 72 hours to get it back to the physician, whatever, all this other, all this other stuff. 
I was like, listen, I'm in pain. I can't do this. I'm thinking about going to the hospital. There's nothing. This isn't going to work. They called me back like 10 minutes later and they were like, well, we can, we can prescribe you some Tylenol three. I was like, listen, <laughs> I don't want pain medication. I want to fix this problem. Fix like, this shit, Rich. I want this fixed. So I'm desperate. Okay. Now, full disclosure, I have never gone to a chiropractor. I've never gone to a back doctor, nothing like that. I've never had to, I've never, you know, never, I've been terrified of going to a chiropractor my entire life. Me too, because they do the weird head snap thing. Like you see in the movies when, you know, Rambo single-handedly takes out an entire platoon of Viet Cong with his bare hands, you know, with the next snap. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I just picture my last dying gasp being in a chiropractor's office in a lump on the floor in a pile, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's, that's one of those things. But so at this point, so I called around to a couple of, of actual, what are they? Doctor of orthotics or whatever it is. DO orthopedic. Yeah. Whatever. Orthotic. And so uh, I called around to a couple locally and they were like, Oh yeah, well, we can get you an appointment. Yeah. Uh, it's about three weeks. May. Out, yeah. About <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I need help today. If it can't be today, I'm going to the, I'm going to the hospital. So the more I think about it, I'm like hospital, what is the hospital going to do? Hospital can't do anything. They're going to send me to one of these people. It's going to take, it's going to take them three weeks to see me. So it's not going to do any good. So I'm Googling, you know, like lower back pain and all the stuff. And, and I come across this one location and it is integrated health medicine, right? So it is, they have both a doctor, uh, a physician, as well as a chiropractor. So Milliman, I want to make sure you weren't, you weren't seeing, you weren't going to segregated clinics before this. No, no, not Okay. 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 I abhor segregation. These were all integrated. I just want to make sure we're talking about the same thing. And, you know, and I had this doctor, Jim Crow, and I- Whoa, hey, whoa. I couldn't go to him anymore. Couldn't go to Dr. Crow. So (laughs) Yikes. So anyway, you know, integrated health medicine, and it's a doctor and a chiropractor. And I called them up and I said, listen, I don't know what to do. I've got severe lower back pain. I'm really in in trouble. Can you help me? And they were like, yeah, we can see you today. Wow. And so I showed up in the afternoon and they took an x-ray in-house. They had a doctor in-house. They have all of this technology in-house. I mean, thank God for Fort Worth. Yeah. And um, so anyway, long story shorter, longer, whatever. I got an, an initial adjustment from the chiropractor. What it turns out is when he showed me the x-rays, it's really clear on the x-rays where your spine should be should be straight, right? Mine yeah. was absolutely kinked to the left. So you have scoliosis. No, it's come out of place, essentially. Thank ah. you. Uh, and it's 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 angled, and your spine is supposed to look like a C. Yes. And mine looked more like a parenthesis. It didn't it didn't angle enough. Oh wow. And so it's putting pressure on my L4 and my L5, Bob, because I'm old. Mm. Um, I, I I don't know. I hear people talk about this stuff all the time. Your L4 and your L5 and all that, whatever. I don't know these things. Now I know these things. And I know exactly what the fuck they're talking about because it was incapacitating. So was it a, basically like a slip disc, a herniated disc? What what what's the ultimate uh, diagnosis there? It is so the way that the way that my spine is pushed to the left, and the way that it is more upright than it should be. It doesn't curve as much as it should because of the stress. The nerves are being pinched by the bones by the spine. So were they able to realign it? Well. It's a process. It's a process. Okay, Garrett. <laughs> it's a process. And I have started that process. So they part of it is is they can't do as 
deep a manipulation as they need to because of all of the inflammation in my back because the of inflammation the so they're they've been giving me shots in the back shot six of them yesterday as a matter of fact in my back at multiple points. so it's like reverse rabies i don't i don't know how to answer that well the rabies you get the six shots in the belly this one you're I getting see. six shots in the back okay all right yeah reverse reverse rabies right strabies <laughs> i don't know whatever scabies so i uh, I got some shots in the back and I got another manipulation and there's some physical therapy involved um, where they they use some electricity to stimulate the muscles and then they use some sound they waves shock you? To, they shock you? To, to push around the muscles and stuff. So I've got all that going. Um, and so it turns out that I'm going to have to go back every day for the next week and then to two Fort Worth. times a week. Yep. And then two to three times a week for the foreseeable future, probably the next six to eight weeks. So that's so a, that what's that about an hour each way? It is a good 45 minutes each way. How's that car ride with the, uh, with the back condition? It's been a, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. Man. It's less, it's less of a struggle today with the shots. And I've been using ice, not heat. Apparently man. I was man. messing up by using the heat when really I needed to reduce the inflammation. I didn't, I didn't know. Something so. like this. Is it something that happens because of some sort of an, a specific incident or is no. it a gradual overtime thing? Mine is obviously and absolutely gradual over time because of the way that my spine has shifted and to the degree that it has shifted and then the curvature or lack thereof, it's absolutely over time. There wasn't a single triggering event or anything like that. Man. And like I said, I've never experienced this before. I, I have, I, I mean, getting, getting tightness in my lower back and knowing that it's a muscle and stuff. I, I've had that uh, tightness in my upper back things. Absolutely. But nothing like this. I could not stand up. Once I got to, to the standing part, I was okay. I could twist, I could turn, but if I bent over trying to get back up is where I couldn't do it. The yeah. pain was so freaking bad. Um, now, I'm a side sleeper. So yeah. and I toss and turn all night, I couldn't turn because of the pain. I, I it's been, it's been hell. No, whatever the they tell me that I got to do to fix this is what I'm going to do because it was absolutely awful. Oh man. I, I, I feel you. I've, I've had a couple of similar instances in my life, but nothing that ever prolonged beyond a day or two. So whatever I've had, had a similar pain threshold and feeling and, and incapacitation, but obviously it wasn't as severe of a cause or an issue because it kind of self-resolved. I think typically mine have been pinched nerves and, you know, muscle, muscle spasms and things that just were severe enough in a concentrated period of time that resulted in a similar situation as you, but just didn't last this long. I can't imagine, man. I mean, and, and I recall- I you know, I had some, my, my mother-in-law brought me some, uh, some muscle relaxers that she had, and I took the muscles relaxers starting last Friday. And I thought, you know, it'll, okay, I'm hurting. I'll, it'll clear up in a day or two with these muscle relaxers and I'll be fine. And it did not, and it did not go away. And then when I went to the doctor on Tuesday and they gave me those steroid shots and that didn't help, I was like, okay, it is absolutely not muscular. There's something else wrong. Yeah. I have to get this fixed. Got to fix and, that structural and, damage or yeah. misalignment. Yeah. And so, you know, and they kept, so the, the chiropractor 
guy, he kept asking me, he's like, are you feeling any numbness or tingling in your legs or anything like that? And I was like, no. And he was like, looking at this, I'm shocked that you're not just absolutely shocked because it looks like you would be experiencing tingling, numbness, you know, all of these things. And I was like, no, not really. And he was like, this has been building up. And he's like, I'm sure that you've had pain, just didn't know what to associate it with. And I was like, you're, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I have. And so I'll, I'll put it to you this way. So every fear that I had of the chiropractor, none of that has played out yet. None of it. So, and I think part of it is, is because everything is in my lower back and everything that I associate fear wise is like, like you, I don't want them grabbing my head and twisting and just and just being gone, yeah. right? He yeah. hasn't even he hasn't even really done anything like that. The 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 thing about it is, I lay on this table. I lay on this table and he adjusts some bars in the table and my and like my midsection will rise a little bit like at an angle like this. I'm yeah. showing the, I'm showing Bob for the people that can't see, but basically I'm in like a V shape with my my midsection is lifted up and he pushes down and then the table falls and I'm now I'm flat. So you're basically at this, a Buffalo Bills tailgate. But it's going this, the table. It's, this, it's this thing where it's the combination of he he's he's raising me into this V shape, pushing down, and the table falls, and that's what's doing the adjustment. And so far, that's that's the only thing that's that's done. He's done a little bit of pushing on like my upper back, and I felt it pop, but not grab me around the neck or anything like that. So I think that would literally weird me out too much, and I would freak. Um, so the push down through the table thing seems to be having positive results. You're, yes. you're seeing. The yes. improvement even that even that first day uh so i went on thursday and i was a i had more range of movement thursday evening and friday morning and then i went back friday morning and that's when they gave me the shots today is saturday for the people that aren't paying attention um so i went back yesterday morning friday morning they gave me the shots in the back some more adjustments some more physical therapy and today i've had more even more range of motion and less pain i went to go watch uh connor's baseball game. He has two today. I couldn't stay for the second one. I was sitting there. I think I was just sitting too long and I was starting to hurt. So I came home and I said, you know, I just, I have to move around a little and not be sitting in this, in this uh, chair. And so I came home, but I wasn't even able to leave the house other than to, other than to really uh, go to the doctor. That was it. Yeah. Cause you had a good, what, four or five day stretch of basically being fully immobile. Yeah. No, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Monday, I I'm telling you, I could barely go to the bathroom. I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you use the word bathroom because my recollection when I've had the most severe back issues is that especially the seated portion of those options is the most difficult, particularly closing out the seated portion. Well, Bob, I'm going to tell you, and and I'm sure that our, our good friend Gary will agree with me that there is no better investment than a bidet. Ah, um, I won't have a house without a bidet anymore, <laughs> especially knowing my penchant now for getting back pain. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, the bidet is the way to go. Yeah, because the, the motion involved with the manual process process is not uh-huh. such that uh no it's conducive I would not have been able to do it <laughs> i would not have been able to do it and your lovely wife as much as she i'm sure cares for you would not have signed up for that either i swear to god there was a moment where i was in the bathroom and i we have a door that closes in the toilet area so right? you do not have an open door policy there's no open door policy at all ever never ever never no never no <laughs> never never no. 
And so I, I, I have this image that, I, that my marriage is about to be over because I am going to fall face first into this door, not be able to get my pants up. <laughs> she's going to come and open the door. I'm going to fall out with my pants around my ankles because I couldn't get up. I was in so much pain. <laughs> she's just going to look at was, you and say, you wanted to be my latex salesman. <laughs> yeah. I, it was so, I had this whole thing play out in my head and it it was awful. It was absolutely awful. And and yeah, the whole thing, man, I don't want to go through this anymore. Whatever this doctor tells me to do to get better, I'm going to do. Man, so. I'm, I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of terrified because I'm wondering, you know, I've kind of had recurring back issues and back pain over the years and it comes and goes, but when it's bad, it, it's pretty bad. And I just hope it's not trending in that direction that like, okay, listen again, I've, I, I want to say this very clearly. I've only had two appointments. All right. I've only had two, but at this point I would recommend visiting a chiropractor or looking in the Dallas area for a place like this, where it's this integrated health, where there is a doctor and a chiropractor and they can do both. So like at this place, like if you get a cold, if you need blood work done, you know, they have wellness and physicals and, and everything, but they also have the chiropractor for those things that are needed around that. Is and there a, I am big fan of this at this point. Is uh, there a term for the for that procedure that Buffalo Bills tailgate through the table thing that they do? What do they call that? That's an adjustment. Because I mean, I want to be able to specifically ask for that without confusing him on. I mean, I would just say at this point, just, just Google like integrated health, because here's the problem. Are they a once chain we move? Once we move, I'm going to have to find somebody because I'm not driving back an hour, hour 10. It's already 45 minutes and I don't like it. I'm not driving back an hour, hour 10. Now, now you're not moving until June or July, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you anticipate these visits are going to extend that far into the future? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. I'm going to need, I'm going to need at least six to eight weeks of going regularly to try to get to where I'm at a normal state. And then I'll have to continue going on it like a maintenance. Now, as bad as all this has been traumatic, painful, missing letter, Kenny live that we'll get to in a minute, there is some silver lining in all this. The fact oh, that what's that, Bob? Well, the fact that you now have a legitimate full blown out on lifting one more finger related to this move. Your, your hands are completely washed of any effort moving forward toward that move. Listen, I appreciate that thought. It's not a thought. It's doctor's orders. You, this is not a problem. My level of Catholic guilt, even though I am not Catholic. Yeah, that's an odd, it's an odd situation my, there. My level of Catholic guilt is so high that if my lovely bride was doing all of the work and I was not, I couldn't handle it. So it's probably going to be worse, more, not worse, not better, worse, not better. <laughs> So, I mean, aren't you outsourcing to the kids? God, our kids are useless. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Wow. This is, this is very, very BBTLO here. <laughs> you know, just find me some kids that are useful today and then send them over this way. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I think we might have to go back about 20 or 30 years and maybe we could track some down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like the generation before so, ours, maybe. <laughs> so what I want to know, Bob, is is I'd like to hear about your your previous weekend that I was not privy to. I, I've seen some uh some text messages. I was a part of a text message chain. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did make you feel better by the fact that the uh 
noted uh, member of the main ensemble there, Squirrely Dan, was not present for the festivities. And you said he was your main reason for going. Yeah, no no doubt. Squirrely Dan is is probably my favorite of those people. Wayne is is the actor who plays Wayne is is pretty great. Because he's also Shorzy. Yeah, he's also Shorzy, which also is coming out soon. And I'm I'm they showed a they that. showed a preview of Shorzy. Oh, did they? They did, yes. What did you I mean, see? You, you see Shorzy's face. Yeah. And it's yeah, I saw that. I it's basically that. Wayne with a beard. Yeah. Which is it's just, you know, give your balls a tug. Um, well, that was yeah. that was some of the fun. There were some live reenactments of the Jonesy Riley v Shorzy uh nice. bouts. There was a couple of those they did nice. an extended riff on. And what was great about it was so you know how when we went to the Kiss concert, Paul Stanley does his shtick between songs where he panders to the locals just yeah. at the oh, yeah. most extreme manner possible you know thanks for coming out gun barrel city you know just yeah. plucking the most spare locations off of the map so that was the way they incorporated their local focus was in the shorzy joke series okay like oh your brother's so dumb he went to university in tulsa or, you know your mom your, you know your mom sucked me off over on the behind, behind you know the sooner stadium or you know that it, i'm i'm making wow very it, but it was similar you know what i mean it was like there was a lot yeah. of local tie-ins to the shorzy jokes you know so that was clever that was very good but i will say this there was a couple of points of contention first off the vent the overall the venue was okay and that's the abbreviation for the state of oklahoma but in this case yeah. it's right adjacent to the brickyard if you've been up there or brick town or nope. brick world or whatever they call that fake river walk so uh and i'd been up there with my kids last summer so i kind of somewhat knew the lay of the land and um you know they do the thing where before you go in vaccine card or we can scan your temp so they're still hardcore you know covid it up get it and and there was there was some confusion um our buddy gary you weren't the only one that didn't go our buddy gary had a uh had a family emergency not going to go into details wouldn't be prudent at this juncture don't want to rage him up about any sort of hipaa violations or revealing anything that uh, he doesn't want out there but basically that earlier that day he had to hightail it back home so at that point what you're saying our, is, is that he was sick of junior shit and didn't want to stick around anymore <laughs> which you know always a good decision but uh at that point we're down to me and this is going to sound like a clarence jones or, or clarence the uh maintenance man bit clarence murphy um me junior lyle and gary's uh ex-brother-in-law and slash roommate matt so that was our party at that point so we go and junior and i had been at the casino earlier that day so we and matt had just got into town at that point so we swung back by to pick them up to go in we were going to try to grab something to eat before we go to the show we go to this rest this and junior was demanding local like matt and 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 lyle said hey there's a fuzzies right by the venue we can go junior's like no i can get fuzzies anywhere i want junior on this i am too i am too i will admit i was i was on team junior with this but um so he we found a place that was somewhat nearby get there takes forever for the waiter to come up he does he takes her drink order comes back finally eventually we get him to come back to take our food order tells us the kitchen's really backed up right now they're not even taking new orders for the time being 
we're like, F this. They, the guys literally wanted to just not even pay for the drinks. And we had a couple of beer, you know, it's like beer. I'm like, no, we can't not, you know, we can't stiff the beers. And, but um, we were all pretty PO'd and, and Gary would have throat punched the, the waiter for sure, because he didn't bring up the kitchen being backed up any point. The first 25 minutes, we were just sitting there with our thumb up our ass. So we said, F yeah, it. We're, at that Gary point, just losing it. Yeah. And at that point, we didn't even have time to eat before going down to the venue. So we go to the venue and originally Gary had mentioned and in, in materials he had sent us an email and everything. It was doors that open at six, show starts at seven. Well, Lyle shows us tickets and the tickets say doors open at seven, show starts at eight. So we're like, wow, the tickets, I mean, the tickets are going to be right, right? So we get to the venue, we get inside right about seven and there's already a good number of people in there getting settled. We go into the merch line, merch line is merch table. The line's super long. Get up there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my puppers t-shirt. Oh, we're sold out of your size. Ah, oh, F this. I didn't even get anything. So while we're in line for merch, we hear Stuart up on stage and we look around the corner. It's about 7.15 at this point. And they they were starting the show. So Gary had the correct times. The tickets for the show did not have the correct times. I would have been so mad. Yeah. Don't ask me how that happened. I would have been so mad. Yeah. So, so we've got hosed by the restaurant and now we've gotten hosed by the ticket. Although when I told the story to Gary, he goes, no, you hosed yourself because you didn't listen to me and I'm always right. So, uh, and he literally said that word for word, but, um, <laughs> that, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, we, you know, we go through the merch line and then we're upstairs. So we get upstairs and at that point they really hadn't done much show yet. Like when we were in line for merch, Stuart and rolled reps on stage doing all the skid dancing and whatnot. And, uh, so we get upstairs and we're shocked to find the seating in the form of rickety rolled out bleachers containing the flimsiest plastic folding chairs that you've oh, ever sat no. in in your life. I would have been so pissed. That are the kind, and I mean, Millerman, these are the kind that literally almost put all of us in the same condition that you were already in. Like there's oh, no man. lower back support whatsoever. You got the thing up in, in, in a sag and your knees are hitting the pole in front of you. It was just so uncomfortable. I would have been so mad. Yeah. So that we were, we were, so we're over three at this point, the, the, the restaurant, the, the time of the venue actually over four because the merch table, although junior splurt junior, who wasn't even going to go to the show. He was yeah. like, he doesn't oh, have hang- any interest. And I saw that he has no interest in this. He didn't <laughs> want to go to the show. And yeah, then so he, he bought the most expensive merch. Item. Yeah. He buys the $200 hockey Jersey, you know, Mr. Super fan, letter Kenny, super fan. Junior. Yeah. He's a super fan. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you yeah. know what, you know what got him hooked on wanting to do it is there was this group of guys that had that same Jersey walking into the venue, although they had customized theirs on the back. It had Shorzy with the number 69. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and so uh-huh. I think there was some thought the jerseys may come pre shorzy but they did not. That being the case, we get through the line, we go upstairs. By the time we get upstairs, Wayne, Daryl, and Katie were on stage. Also, and it how was, was a re- Katie it, looking. How was, I how think was Katie, Katie has had an upgrade because, you know, she's already, she beautiful, she fine, but she beautiful. Now, I, I think as Junior would say, she may no longer require further work slash enhancement because huh. that may that may have already taken place if, if our eyes were not deceiving us maybe she's just always been that way no 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 this is there's there's some something 
a foot here uh so or a so breast i should say basically and there and there was no mention of squirrely dan not a one and it was particularly weird because one of the first things they did was hey not everybody could come with us let's see who all's back home and they had you know they put up a still of like gale and they put up a still of tannis and they may you know said some funny stuff about each one of them and then they put one up of glenn and then glenn pops out from the side stage apparently it was his first stop on the tour. So I'm not sure if Glenn tagged in for Squirrely Dan that like Squirrely Dan either got sick or maybe he, you know, he's a, so, he's a stand-up comedian. So maybe he well, had conflicting dates. Right. And that's I don't the know. Thing. So that's, that's what I was. So Kevin Trey Wilson, K Trevor Wilson, K Trevor Wilson, yes. K Trevor Wilson, who plays Squirrely Dan. I have watched some of his stand-up and I have watched some interviews with him. And he's the reason that I really was interested in going because he's so freaking funny. He's so funny by himself. And I don't, I mean, just imagining him interacting with the rest of that cast, I was very excited for that. So I was really, really sad that I wasn't able to go, but just hearing this experience don't sound like I missed too much, buddy. Well, I don't want to say that because there was one individual in particular who dominated the proceedings with his greatness. He was so hilarious. They gave him some time to do stand-up, but he also got many, many, many opportunities in character as the coach. Mark Forward, I think is his name. That dude was nonstop shake laugh. Really? Yes. And they did even have a t-shirt at the, uh, at the merch booth with him kicking the can and fucking embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was pretty embarrassing. Good. Yeah. And of course he did that on stage. You know, he had a couple of great recurring gags, like when they bogged down uh, in doing, you know, something and, and it was, it was not something everybody was familiar with. He'd come out and yell at him about, look, man, when Van Halen comes out, they play the hits. People want to hear the hits. They don't want to hear the new stuff. And he'd rage up at them. So he did that a couple of times yeah. and his standup was hilarious. He, he, they did an extended riff with um, him telling all of his very racy tales about Barb and all of their oh, of making shenanigans. <laughs> and oh. Riley and Riley and Jonesy were just, you know, no oh, coach. Oh, you know, they, they couldn't take it. So yeah, coach kind of saved the day. Not, not to say that the rest of the show was bad. It was, it was enjoyable, but for that trip, you know, and, and everything else did, that's entailed. How many times did you hear Will Snipe Selly boys? Did there was a little bit of that. I mean, uh, let me give you the rundown of everybody who was there. So we, we mentioned Wayne, we mentioned Katie, Daryl, uh, Glenn slash generic youth minister, uh, Stuart enrolled. Um, and we talked about Coach and, and Riley and Jonesy. And of course, there were a couple Shorzy bits. Uh, so you had the <laughs> locker room stall that you can't, you could just hear coming, you know the sounds coming out of there and the, the, the Shorzy bit, but um, yeah. And then the other, per the other rando that they brought with them unexpectedly was the toilet guy. Um, Alexander. Yeah. 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 Oh, he, toilet. yeah he was there and then he did a stand up bit as well. <laughs> Apparently he's also a stand up and toilet. Yeah. So they, yeah. that was another thing that was weird. So the entire show was maybe an hour and a half, if that, and they still had like a 20 minute intermission in the middle, which I think may have been more for the cast benefit than for ours for like, you know, 
staging, reset. I don't know, whatever. But the first the the first segment of the show, Coach did stand up during that segment, and then during the second segment was when the other guy, the the toilet guy, came out and did. I'm sure he enjoys being referred to as the toilet guy. Yeah, right? exactly. Sure that's his, his <laughs> number Yeah. So just the 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 from the content of the show, excluding all these other external factors, from an amusement, enjoyment, entertainment standpoint, give it a B plus. Okay. It was pretty good. Um, Not the highlight of your weekend. Yeah. If we would have gone to Grand Prairie, I think we would have had a lot better experience because right. the seats yeah. would have been better. It would have been a shorter trip. But we had Maybe the rest of the me. weekend to do stuff. What now? Maybe not for me. Well, yeah. But the Grand Prairie show was before your back acted up. Yeah, that's true. True. So I, um, I, I'm well. glad we saw it. I probably would not see it again because I doubt it's going to be very much different. They did a couple things. They played a blooper reel that you never see on, you know, they put, did that. They played the sh- they played a video of the Shorzy preview. They played a, a music video by Coach where some Christmas, some really, really, x-rated christmas song and it was kind of like a we are the world or uh do they know it's christmas bit where the rest of the cast is you know singing behind them on the mics and then wayne's just sitting there like not doing anything <laughs> but oh, he's got right. he's got the head you know it, that was kind of a funny visual gag but um so the videos were funny too yeah the stuff they did was funny and it, it wasn't all just regurgitation of stuff that you see on the show there was some original content but yeah i mean what did we pay for those tickets 60 bucks Something like that. Yeah. It was maybe more of a $40 show than a $60 show, but you know, I mean. Well, I, I think just based on your description of the venue alone, that's the sad part, you know, way to, way oh, to yeah. really come through OKC. The, the intermission allowed me the opportunity to buy uh, a basically dollar per ounce can of Modelo. It was a 12 ounce can that cost 11 bucks. Oh, what a beating. Yeah, I didn't, would not have ordered it if I'd have known the price ahead of time. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting a beer. I'll go up there. I'm thinking, ah, this is probably going to be about seven or eight bucks max. And I give them a 20 and I get nine back. And it's like, that's $11. Wow. I'll be damned. That's, that's unfortunate. Not even a tall boy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Modelo, I mean, is that really imported? Come on. I mean, it's, it's like Miller or not, you know, some big, big beer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's embarrassing. embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) So Millerman don't agonize over having missed the show. Maybe the trip, the trip was fun. And especially, you know, just a little add on there. I'm not sure if you saw the, uh, the tale of my gambling exploits. Oh yeah. Yeah. And your desire to go to the bathroom. And what, wait, what a minute. What are you talking about? Uh huh. Uh huh. Maybe you could have gotten up from the, the video poker to go pee. Maybe you could have done that. Yeah. I, I would have needed to for gosh sakes. That was, it was all those beers, but that is the most I've ever won in any sort of one winning. Uh, what's the, I don't even know. Any, any what? In a session. In a session. session. Yeah. Just like never won that much betting on a game. Never won that much previously playing a hand of video poker. Um, and of course I ended up giving a lot of it back, but which I probably wouldn't have done, but had another couple hours to kill while junior was in the poker room. Thanks a lot, junior. Yeah. Thanks a lot, junior. But of course, you know, he won a 600 or something that weekend. He, he, he won hail Mary pots on the last hand, both day that he, both days, he either would have broke even or lost. And he, the last hand is when he had his big win both okay. day, both days. Right. That's junior right there. <sighs> Typical. Now they did wrangle me into playing quote unquote, actual poker that night. We had a 
training session at the house and I did okay, but. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So I did. I mean, I. Now you're playing a little bit and. No, uh, I mean, I more? honestly, I still have zero interest in any sort of ongoing involvement with real okay. poker, right. but um, it was for their benefit. They, they were demanding it. So, you know, but that was the weekend. It was fun, but you were missed. You know, the shame Gary had to go home early. Um, and then all the crap with the venue and the restaurant and all that. I got no merch to show for it. Uh, I think I would have rather have traded my weekend for yours, uh, ups, downs, etc. I would have rather have had yours. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe we'll reschedule a, a guy's trip later this year that um, I'll be able to participate in and actually be able to show up for. Yeah. So apparently Lyle was hard selling this um, Laughlin Nevada, which is apparently a short drive out of Vegas that has jet skis and stuff like that. They've got, they've got smaller casinos there as well, but it's close enough where if you want to zip into Vegas, you can do it. I think it's like maybe an hour, hour and a half, basically like us going up to Chuck. Sound interesting, but I mean, I haven't been sold on it yet. So maybe if I was, I'm not a great salesman. I'm not a great salesman. That's been established, but Lyle get, get with Lyle on this and Gary, they'll, they'll hard sell, hard sell that. And I mean, yeah, there's, there's opportunity, whether it's Nevada or. Cause honestly, the jet ski part of it appeals to me because I've never ridden a jet ski. Oh, got a jet ski, huh? Okay. All right. Good jet ski. Yeah. Good jet ski. And then Laughlin. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Let's get some jet skis going into Laughlin. I mean, Junior and I are always up for Vegas, but Gary is completely burned out on Vegas. Gary is burned out on Vegas. Now, again, I I, I wouldn't mind going to to New Orleans, uh, not in the summer, but maybe in the fall. Um, Yeah. Um, But here's where we were really talking about. And I'm sure at this point, everybody listening is like, we're really enjoying this personal conversation you guys are having during your podcast episode. These people, either they can keep (laughs) listening or they can tune their ears elsewhere and they can (laughs) deny that they paused the the show. (laughs) So my boss was hard selling Puerto Rico as a destination. And he made some very, very compelling arguments in favor. It obviously is a U.S territory. So no passport required or, and, or also no currency conversion. So you've already eliminated two of the major obstacles to travel beyond the continental 48. He says it's the new Hawaii, but with a much, much shorter flight. Again, I hate flying. Not that I'm scared of heights. I'm a giant lummox that has no leg room on a plane. So the less flying time, the better. So again, those things really, and apparently the Airbnb scene there is relatively affordable. So that sounds like it might be uh, here's the problem. fixing in. Here, here's the only problem that I foresee. If I were to go tell my lovely bride, hey, I'm thinking about taking a guy's trip to Puerto Rico. I don't think that I'm going to be able to sell that one quite as easily as if I said, I'm going to Laughlin, Nevada, or I'm going to New Orleans or anywhere else. Here's, That's here's, not what's considered. Considered a tropical paradise. Here's okay. how you sell it, Millerman. You say, look, I want to take you on the most amazing vacation you've ever had. But I want to make absolutely certain before we do go on this trip that it's up to the standard that we have expected yeah. for you. So yeah. I'm going to go on a little bit of a recon mission with the guys. Okay. All right. We're going to check. We're going to do some scout, some location scouting okay. and check out and make okay. sure that when we do go on our vacation as husband and wife, that this is up to your level of quality at, that you, you know deserve what? as Miss 
Mrs. Miller. Look, look at you already selling. Like you've already improved your selling. I am so impressed. I am so impressed. <laughs> you think she'd go for that? Oh, no. <laughs> Dang it. All right, Millerman. Well, you've been in that chair long enough. You need to get yeah, back into traction. I'm struggling a little bit. I need to uh, need to move around. Get a pop nice you some of them going. Percocets or whatever they got you on. Yeah. Wash them down with the nice Bloody Mary or yeah, nice Merlot. Merlot. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hopefully you get well soon or at least well enough to be able to function. That's and, the goal. Um, we will, uh, until next time, I guess we'll just uh, turn it over to, um, what's this twat? What's his face? I'm sorry. Wandering Joe. Who am I? Who, who is dad? your dad? Ramblin' Roy. Ramblin' Ray. There we go. Ramblin' Roy. Ramblin' my father. I, I can't. I was blanking out on the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's his twat? Wandering Joe. Wandering Joe, Ramblin' Ray. Wandering Joe sounds like one of the really, really offensive, like off-brand Looney Tunes from back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Like he would be some like, you know, Navajo character that just was the worst Cleveland baseball mascot variation you've ever seen, you know? Like, That'll be coming soon. Oh, sure. Wandering Joe. There he is. So, all yeah. right. Ramblin' Roy. Take it, Take it over, Ramblin' Roy. This is Ramblin' Roy Miller reminding you to keep it country and so long for now. Pausable Deniability is a production of Lukewarm Tallboy Studios. Oh, Mike.